Love you all. Welcome, all you lovers, to the Florida Love Show. This is your love hour right before happy hour, sponsored by Florida Love. Join us each week as we spread love in the Florida community and transform the world with love. Now, back to spreading love. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Florida Love Show. It's so great to have you here today. So I want to thank you for joining us today. And um, today's a fabulous show because I have amazing guests. I'm so excited for the incredible guests we're going to have today. And so today I want to talk about, actually, I want to talk about love as the absence of judgment. Because what I'm seeing in the world is so much judgment, so much gossip, so much criticism, and so much resentment and hate. And here at Florida Love, we're about love. We're about loving each other. And so I was thinking on my way here, I always say to everybody, who can, who can, who can we give a rose to? And for me, I was thinking at Roses for Change next Saturday, we're going to be having a beautiful Roses for Change love march. So I'm actually saying, whoever, email me, ken at florida-love.com. Again, ken at florida-love.com. Email me and let me know who you said I love you to that you haven't been saying I love you to. And if it's really big, I'm going to give you a dozen roses. I'm just going to give you a dozen roses at the Love March next Saturday because I just want to love everybody. And so please share with me. I want to hear more about all the people you're loving in the world. Uh, so please email me, ken at florida-love.com. And so today, we're going to talk about all different types of love. We're going to have loving yourself. We're going to have loving parents. We're going to share about every type of love today. And so at Florida Love, we're transforming the world with love. We're spreading love in the Florida community. So I'm going to share with you a little more about what I've been up to. So today I went out and I bought all the roses that I love to buy. And I said, I love you to everybody in Whole Foods. And one woman turned around and she's like, did you just say I love you to me? She's like, oh my God, I love you so much. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love spreads. Love is like the world right now. All we need is love, sweet love. So let's spread love in the world. And I'm going to share with you a little more about, for me, I say I love you to everybody. I just, I just do. Because love, here at Florida Love, we create a platform where everybody can say I love you to everybody. Because that's the world that I see as possible. A world with just love and no judgment. A world of just, of just loving each other. And for me, when I created Roses for Change, I saw that as possible. Uh, so after George Floyd's death, I said, I got to go out and just love all the African-Americans. So I went out and I gave every African-American a rose in Whole Foods in Publix. And they all said, I love you back. It was just, it was incredible. They were so moved. There were tears and hugs. It was incredible. So I'm going to share the news clip right now. I was on the news last month so that you can find out more about Roses for Change. Every special guest brings their love to the set And the interview flies 
Welcome back. Now at 5.30, who couldn't use a little love right now? <laughs> One Pompano Beach businessman is making it his mission to spread love all around by giving out the flower of love uh. to random strangers. CBS 4's Lisa Petrillo has this heartwarming story. There's an old song with lyrics that say what the world needs now is love, sweet love. Ken Learman is living that moment in a movement he created called Roses for Change. We love you. The idea for Roses for Change came about after the death of George Floyd and the turmoil that followed. I felt their pain. And for me, I don't see color. I mean, I see us all as human beings and we all can love each other. I mean, love is simple. Ken, who owns his own printing business for 35 years, appropriately named the Happy Printer, decided to spring into action, purchasing dozens of roses he could hand out. The first thing I did was I went to Whole Foods and I also went to Publix and I gave out roses to all the African-Americans in the store. And I said, I love you. And they said, they said, I love you back. And they said, God bless you. And they said, we need love more now than ever before. Ken was so moved by the response, he posted pictures on Facebook, receiving 600 likes. Suddenly, Roses for Change on Facebook was born. His followers wanted to join him, buying roses too, and it's now become a movement, spreading love to people of all races. We recently caught up with them in Boca Raton. I just want to say I love you. Have a wonderful day. Michelle Belmont, who had never met Ken in person, wanted in on the love train and came out on this day to volunteer. His message is just of love and love yourself and love one another. 
and he speaks to my soul and he speaks to me because I love to spread love as well. Some were skeptical, wondering if there's a catch to these random acts of kindness, but for those who understood it, it meant the world. I think it's just amazing. This is really, really nice. You're really showing your love. You're taking your time to do this. Just amazing. And the red flowers, forget it. Just bringing brightness to this world. It's much needed. Thank you so much. Seriously, so sweet. Can you imagine what a world it would be like if we just all gave roses to each other instead of what's actually going on? Like, to me, that's a way to spread a message. Spread the message of love. Lucky me, I received my rose. For more information on Roses for Change when they meet every Friday, go on to our website at cbsmiami.com. I'm Lisa Petrillo, Smelling Sweet, CBS4 News. Mm, smelling Sweet. I love you, Lisa Petrillo. Thank you. Grateful to you. I love you, Sharon. So Sharon's going to be on the show later today. Sharon, Sharon created the Florida Love Show song with Sheer. So... It was so great to play that and then lead into the news. And, uh, you know, for me, if you want to spread love uh, here at Florida Love, you can jump on Roses for Change, the Roses for Change group, or like the page on Facebook. Or you can join Love Will Keep Us Together. And on Love Will Keep Us Together, we just love each other. We just love each other all day. Or you can join Florida Love Networking and you could share about what you're up to with your business, how you spread love or your nonprofit. So we have many different platforms to spread love here at Florida Love. And I'm really excited because um, today you saw the Love March. And last Saturday, we had the most amazing Love March in Carl Springs. And I mean, it was incredible. We gave out over 400 roses. And so I want to thank Leslie Love. I want to thank um, all the lovers who were there spreading love, um, Raquel Love, and um, just um, Christine Love. I, you know, just all these lovers come out and just spread love and you know, bring their friends, bring their family. Uh, it's so beautiful. And as you can see, all the love that's spread is possible. So I'm going to show you the last week, the Carl Springs, last Saturday night, the Carl Springs Love March. So you can all get an idea what the Love March is all about.
I just have to stand up for a second. I'm like so excited when I see that. I'm just like so moved by all the love and all the roses. And I just want to say I love you to Ismerelda Love at Bed Bath & Beyond, as well as thank Bed Bath & Beyond for having us there. Ismerelda comes up to me. She's like, Kenny, you keep giving me roses. My husband wants to know where I'm getting all the roses from because she never gets roses from her husband. And we were laughing. She's like, we got to take a picture together so I could send it to my husband so she understand, he understands what's happening. And uh, so anyway, it's Marelda Love. I love you, and I love your husband, and I love you all. So today I'm really, really excited because there's an amazing gym in Del Rey called VB20 Del Rey. And they just have you love yourself. I mean, they have you be the best you can be. And I call everybody love because my whole contact book, that way is love. So like Michelle Love, Sharon Love, Karen Love, who you'll see later, my whole contact book is love. And it's just, everybody shows up as love. If you put them down as love, they're love. And I'm Kenny Love. So I'm going to bring out Michelle Love because I want her to share all her beautiful gym that she's created with Sharon Love, because Sharon's going to sing a love song to Michelle about loving yourself. So, oh, I love you guys so much. I'm so excited to have you. I have Michelle Love in red. I got Sharon Love in roses. Love you guys so much. So, Michelle, Sharon's going to sing a love song to you today, because your gym is the, it's like the most loving gym, just people loving themselves. So, Sharon, without ado, as you always say, it's all yours. So, the greatest love of all by the amazing and fabulous Whitney Houston. Hello. Can you hear us? I love you too, but I don't know if you can hear me. We well, hear you. I hear you, Michelle. I believe the children are future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of life. Make it easier. Let the children fly. Remind us how we Everybody's searching for heroes. People need someone to look up to. Never found anyone who fills my need. A lonely place to be. And so I learned to depend on me. I decided long ago. Never to walk in anyone's shadow. If I fail, if I succeed, at least I'll live as I believe. No matter what they take from me, they can't take away my dignity. Because the greatest love of all is happening to me. I found the greatest 
lovable inside of me. The greatest love is easy to achieve. Learning to love yourself, it is the greatest love. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride to make it easier. Let the children laugh. Remind us how we to be. I decided long ago never to walk in anyone's shadow. If I fail, if I succeed, at least I live as I believe. No matter what they take from me, they can't take away my dignity because the greatest Love is happening to me. I found the greatest lovable inside of me. The greatest love. Is easy to achieve. Learning to love yourself, it is the greatest love of And if I chance that special place that you can dream of. Oh, do I have Michelle? Lead you through a lonely place. Find your strength in love. Sharon, you are so beautiful. So. I think we lost Michelle, so we're going to take a commercial break right now, and we're going to come back and spread love. Love you all.
for the love show. So I'm going to bring back Sharon, whose voice is such an angel. Hey, Sharon, I love you. You are amazing. So we lost Michelle. So I'm going to share with Sharon right now, because Sharon and I were sharing before about love, and we were talking about judgment, Sharon. Weren't we talking about judgment all over the world and what's going on? Yeah, it's just a shame. People are wanting to be right instead of just being in love and being stubborn. And it's a shame because when love goes out, it's, you know, all the affinity and communication goes out. So we want to bring that back. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, today I was sharing with two girls who in Boca don't talk to each other anymore since 2017. And I don't listen to gossip. Uh, matter of fact, not interested. Don't listen. If we didn't listen to gossip, people wouldn't gossip. And I want no drama. I'm not interested. Love is freedom. I love everybody. Love is freedom. So I was listening to these two girls, just listening to them gossip about each other. This has been going on since 2017. They're best friends. They were <laughs> best friends, Sharon. They were best friends. And I had posted a picture on Facebook of both of them about it. I don't know, six months ago, and they both text me at the same time, take it down. And I got it, and I took it down. I spoke to both of them, and they're like, we don't talk anymore. And today, one called me. I mean, it was, it, it's crazy that this happens at the same time, but one called me just for business, and then the other one called me for business right after. I haven't spoken to them in weeks. There's some energy going on. There's actually love energy going on. What's amazing is, is that they love each other. They truly love each other. They're just, they're not communicating and they're both miserable. And I don't, I don't understand why people take the path of not talking to each other and being miserable and having resentment and anger. I mean, loving, love is freedom, freedom. And I really emphasize freedom to give up resentment, to give up hatred, to give up anger. I mean, to forgive and so that's what we're about, Sharon, you and I. We're about love. Sharon and I love each other so much. I mean, we say I love you to each other all the time. I couldn't have a better, a, like the best friend. Sharon, like I love Sharon so much. And like, you too. yeah, and Sharon is married. She's got a family. I'm single. Yet we still love each other. And we share about everything and anything. We know we're there for each other. And we have freedom to talk about everything and anything. Well, communication is key. And, and really just to listen to the other side without, like you said, without judgment or without having that internal conversation of what you want to respond instead of just listening, just being, just being there. And you're right, forgiveness needs to come back to this world because forgiveness is really not for the other person, it's for yourself. So set your soul free. You say it all the time, being angry is like taking the cyanide pill and hoping the other side will die. So really giving all that up and just bringing it back to peace and serenity and affinity. And everything else follows. Love matters. Yeah, love matters. That's actually what Sharon created. Love matters. She created that hashtag. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, I always think about Sharon like, you know, my life is moment, 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 and then I'm going to pass. And I have no idea I could pass in a second. I could pass whenever. So I'm going to love every moment. Like, I don't take one second for granted. I'm like, 
I'm so ecstatic to love all of you and to love you, Sharon, and to be with everybody today. And um, you know, to me, the rose is, is the ultimate symbol of love. And I always say, who can we give a rose to? And um, Sharon, what I love about you so much is your, your heart is so huge. And I find, you know, we all, we all were, were born love. We all were kids. You know, we all, kids love. They get it. It's easy, right? When they keep it simple. Yeah, love, love is simple. Love is simple. So, um, Sharon, I'm going to bring Michelle back on because I really want you to share with her about the song. Hey, Michelle. Hey. Thank, Thank you. you for the song. Uh, did you hear it? it? Yes, I did hear it. Thank oh, you. Great. Awesome. It was beautiful. So, Sharon, why did you pick that song for Michelle? The greatest love of all is about um, loving yourself. Because when you have love in your heart for yourself, then you're able to share that with everyone. And Michelle shows her love by the way she treats people in her studio and in her life. And what she's trying to do is her mission of health. And when we thought of what song we could do for you today, the greatest love of all was like a no-brainer Thank you. That's so sweet. Thanks, Sharon. Yeah, so Sharon, I will just, Sharon will be on later in the show to sing to Karen. Sharon, I love you so much. Love you. Mwah. Love you. We're going to Kisses. Um, we're going <laughs> to say goodbye to Sharon right now and I'm going to be with Michelle. Love you, love you, love you, Sharon. Hey, Michelle, I love you, love you. I'm so glad you're back. Hi, Kenny. I, I missed you. I missed you. Oh, did I miss you? I missed you, too. Yeah, so Michelle. I was a little worried there. In the virtual world. We, <laughs> in the virtual, yeah, the virtual world. And I have a love I really virus. Don't control. I have a love virus, so I was just loving you back. And um, so, Michelle, please share with everybody your extraordinary gym that you have that where people are just so loved. Thank you, thank you, yes. Yeah, I mean, I created this gym for that reason, right? So loving people, loving people, especially where they're at. When you come to a, a fitness studio, we're a small boutique fitness studio. We're not like a big gym. So you really, it's one-on-one -on -one with a lot of people. You really want to get to know the heart of the person, what makes them tick, their why. Why are they there? What do they want to do for themselves, for their body, for their mind, to create maybe a new person for themselves or to feel differently about themselves. And in order to do that, it's, it's all about love, right? So you have to first love yourself. And then as far as the coaches go on our end, we have to love you where you are, wherever your starting point is. And that's taking being selfless, right? So it's taking the judgment, like we were saying earlier, out of the picture and just loving the person loving that person that walks in the door no matter where they are, you know, and, and giving them guidance. And that's what we do here at VB20. We sit you down, we discuss what is it that you're looking to do. It's not like, great, we're going to work out and then we're going to kick you out the door in 30 minutes. No, we're really there to support you. It's a small one-on-one -on -one facility with small group classes as well. And we really take the person, the whole person, into consideration. So we do a lot more as a boutique fitness studio than, you know, say a big box gym where you're just a number sliding that pass in and no one really knows who you are in that place. 
And, I, you know, I really relate to that and I really love that. Yeah, so also, Michelle, like you offer a free, a free consultation with people. Yes, a free consultation and actually you get a free workout as well. You get to try our 20-minute power suit behind me. I have the VB Vision Body Power Suit. You put the suit on. It's an electro muscle stimulation. And if you don't know what that means, then come on in and get your workout. <laughs> and it's 20 minutes and you get an amazing workout. It feels like you worked out for one to two hours with lifting really heavy weights, but you didn't. You saved your joints, you saved time, and you get an amazing workout, a full body workout in only 20 minutes. Yeah, like that high-tech um, suit. Hmm. Yeah, the high-tech, well, you're next, Kenny. You didn't come in yet. You have to come in and try the suit, and then you'll know firsthand how I'm it feels. In. I'm, I'm excited, Michelle. <laughs> We're gonna do that, because, yeah. And then the best part, some of the people say, is after you're actually done with the 20 minutes, we put it on a cool down vibration, like a massage, and you just kind of chill out for five to 10 minutes with that massage setting. Oh my God, people love it. They don't want to get up. <laughs> it's an added bonus. It's so worth it just to come in for that, honest. So you work out <laughs> for 20 minutes in the suit and then you get a massage after in this high-tech exactly. suit. And you were sharing with me about a woman once who was like, oh, you know, I'm gonna put on the suit. And then like she said, oh my God, my abs hurt. Like really, like her first <laughs> time in the suit, like it really worked her out. So what's that like, yeah. Michelle? Well, her particular, um, what she was looking to do was to get definition in her abs. That was what she wanted. And obviously it's, you, you cannot just get definition in one part of your body. The whole entire body has to work together. So what we did was we actually did a lot of ab, core, balance, some strength training, and I focused more stimulation on the ab. Now, we didn't go overboard or anything, but because she doesn't really work her core too much, she was calling me the next day like, wow, I really feel my abs, and I feel like I'm even tighter after one time. So if somebody can say that and hasn't worked out in a while, Imagine if you're continuously working out every, you know, every week and you're, you're, you know, you go to different gyms. I mean, a lot of people do different, different fitness. They do, you know, running or they go to Pilates or the whatever. So they can try the suit and they can fit that into their workout routine and they're going to see a huge difference. Yeah. Also, Michelle, I know you're so concerned with safety, like the suit is safe and the gym is safe. Like people feel safe in your gym. Yeah, all the time, of course. We do all the safety measures, and we're so small that most of the time you're one-on-one. -on -one, so, you know, unless you want to come to the group workout where everyone's spaced out, so you don't have to worry about that. But most of the time we work out, it's a lot of the videos I've had, it's mostly people just one-on-one -on -one with me, the suit, or Denise, our personal trainer, and you're very safe here. So no worries on that one. Yeah, also, Michelle, you shared your story, how you got into working out. Please share with everybody, because your heart is so into working out now. Yeah, I mean, I'm work into working out and, and also where your mind's at, too, because I believe that that's part of what you do, right? So you're working out, but you're also, where's your mindset? So if you're waking up every day and you're not feeling good about yourself, you're not going to be able to carry over that, that kind of 
you know, intention that you have. So what are you saying to yourself when you wake up in the morning? That's part of coaching and that's part of working out and motivating yourself. So we do that here as well. You know, we have coaching sessions, we have motivational sessions, we talk to people, we see what they're about and we get them focused. And so for what my, my story was, was I went through, um, I would say a little bit of a, a, a rough spell like several years ago where I just didn't feel good anymore and I wasn't sure why, right? I was always active, but wasn't really feeling good in my body, just really stressed out. And I had what they call adrenal fatigue. I actually had to look it up and read an entire book on it. And what I did was I was seeking out a health coach to help me and I found the most amazing health coach. And within two weeks of tweaking my diet, my nutrition and doing some mindset training, I was actually, I felt so amazing after two weeks. Now remember, I didn't take any medication or do anything like that. All I did was mindset training and changed my diet. And my entire body changed. I started feeling, I had more energy, I had no more brain fog. Um, I started working out again, my attitude changed. And when you get rid of negative thoughts and negative things going on in your life, you make way for the positive. So that's what was happening is all the possibilities and the positive came in and just totally changed my life for the better. Yeah, so everyone can go to your gym and change their life for the better and be the best they can yeah. be. So Absolutely. Michelle, how do, how do people get in contact with you to get the free consultation? So you can just go to our website, which is vb20delray.com, or you can Google us. We come up in Google search, Google Maps, and you can call us 561-563-8712 and we can make an appointment. But like I said, if you wanna to go to the website, there's a, a form right there and you can just fill it right out and it comes right to us and we'll call you right back. It's very simple. You can find us, we are all over Facebook, IG, everywhere, whatever's convenient. So they just look up VB20. Yes. We're in right Del in Delray. Ray. So where we are, yeah, so let me tell you where we are. So we are south of Linton, and if anyone knows Linton and the Trader Joe's Shopping Center, if you just go out of Trader Joe's, you make a left, and you go about 1,000 feet, there's another shopping center there right after Kia, and we're right in that shopping center. So they could just pop right in over here anytime they want as well. They can come over, take a tour, check us out, and meet, meet with us, and let us know how we can help you and support you on your fitness goals. Yeah, so they can get a free 20-minute workout in that amazing high-tech suit, which is incredible, and also, and also get a little massage at the end in that suit. That's yes. incredible. And I have Denise here, too, if I could bring her on sure. for two Hi, seconds. Sure. Hi, Denise. She can wave. She has, she has another appointment, but I think... Hi, Denise, love. Hi, this love you, Denise. Denise. Hi, Hi Denise, She's love you. you. She's our master trainer. I know she can't hear us. I can't but, hear. Yeah, she can't hear, but we can hear you. <laughs> But anyway, I just wanted to bring her on. She's 37 years in the business and she's worked with all kinds of clients from training to actually um, physical therapy, even like everything. This woman is aces over here. Nice meeting you, Tell them I said nice meeting you. She said nice meeting you, <laughs> but she has, she has to go to a client. Okay, so I love you, Denise. I love <laughs> I you, Michelle. That. Thank you. Michelle, I just really want to thank you for being on the Florida Love Show today. And so everybody can get the greatest me, love of all, loving yourself at Michelle's VB20 in Del Rey.
Absolutely. Thank you again. Appreciate it. And look forward to seeing everybody come in and see us. I love you so much, Michelle. Thank you for being on the show. Love you. Okay. Love you. Bye. We're going to take a commercial break right now and come back with Karen Turk. Welcome all you lovers back to the Florida Love Show. So I'm so excited for my next guest, Karen Turk. She is amazing. Um, she is out there transforming the world with love. And she just, I just love Karen so much. And we just had this mo most amazing conversation last night about her mom. So please bring on Karen and Sharon. I love how that rhymes. Karen Love and Sharon Love. Okay. Hi, Karen Love and Sharon Love. Oh, I love that Karen and Sharon. Hi, how are you? Great Hi, to Karen. be here. Hi, Karen. So, so, so Sharon's going to sing a love song to Karen's mom. And so, so, Karen, please let everybody know, like last night out of our whole conversation, like what came up out of that? Uh, you know, I think one of the things that we need to understand is, you know, I, I shared with you a little clip from my friend Kelsey Grammer, who I met on the red carpet interviewing him. And he told me that judgment without knowledge is the greatest of crimes. And I think these days we're very quick to label people, spread judgment based on headlines, make assumptions about people. And I think in a lot of ways, my story and the story more importantly of my mom has been very misunderstood in the public eye. And you know, it doesn't define who I am, but I just wish that people really would look a little bit behind the headlines and realize that there's a lot more to the story. Yeah, so Karen, to me, you're, you're just such love. You're such pure love. So I want to play that Kelsey Grammer short video to show people that interview. Please play Ke Kelsey Grammer. It seems like there's a fight every day over politics or over who people yeah, are um, quick to judge. I think we're better than that. I think judgment without knowledge is the greatest of all crimes. And uh, mm -hmm. there's a lot of no, no knowledge running around right now. I, I agree with you, and you just said the best thing ever. So judgment without knowledge is the worst of crimes. That's right. I'm going to use that. You may use it. I'm going to, and I'm going to say Kelsey Grammer told me that. There you go. I love that. Thank, Thank you, you so much for it's talking a pleasure. to me. Pleasure. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Kelsey Grammer told me that. He did, and you know, it was it was at the perfect time in my life. It was just as I was dealing with the headlines that had come out about my situation with my mother and 
I was being judged all over the internet and I kind of escaped. I went up to New York and went to work this film festival and met him and a lot of other wonderful supportive people that showed me love and showed me that it was going to be okay and that it really didn't matter and that it was a momentary thing and that what I needed to focus on was me and my family. And I will always be thankful for Kelsey and his friendship in that moment. Yeah, and I mean, right now, politics is breaking up relationships. Politics is breaking up families. Politics is breaking up the world. And wars have been mm -hmm. fought over politics. And, you know, for me, I love everybody. I love all human beings. And we, dis we, we shared about this, Karen. I can love all human beings and not agree. Yet <laughs> I can allow someone to share their, their, their love, their thoughts, what, whatever's there. And just get, listen. Listening is love. Yeah, and my mom, when I talked to you, was all about communication. My mom taught literacy to immigrants coming to this country. And the skill that she taught me, and probably a big reason why I do what I do, is she taught me to communicate. And she taught me that communication and being able to understand others was the most important tool that we have. And that ability to communicate allows you to connect with other human beings. So even if you don't agree with me, politics doesn't define me. I'm 90% other things. That's 10% of who I am, my work career, my public figure image. The rest of it is, you know, maybe we have more in common than we don't. We have to start focusing on what unites us and not what divides us. Hmm. So, so Karen, your beautiful mom, I wanna play the dedication to your mom, Ilsa Mimi. Mimi was her nickname, right? It was actually Mimi, which, Mimi. you know, it's hard to get Mimi. it right, but Mimi. Mimi. And it was very unique, which made her very special. Yeah, Mimi. And she was an immigrant, so correct? Mm -hmm. So when she came over, yeah. she felt that Ilsa was, she wanted to transform that name, right? Yeah, both of my parents fled Austria during the Nazi occupation. I'm a first-generation American. A lot of people profile me. They look at the way that I look. They don't understand that that's my background. That's my heritage. The, and this has lent to a lot of the reason that I feel the way that I do about certain issues. And whether you agree with me or not, I think you have to look at my perspective. You don't understand someone until you walk in their shoes. And those are my shoes that I've walked in. I'm the child of immigrant parents who came here. My parents said to me all the time, I, we're refugees. We have to give back to others. We're refugees. You're the child of refugees. And I was. Yeah, so your mom, when she came over, your parents, they fled the Holocaust. You, a lot of your mm -hmm. family was killed in the Holocaust. Yeah. And your mom came over here and she felt that her name, she, she made it, say it again, Mimi? It was, it, well, Mimi was her nickname, but Ilsa, she felt was too German. And when she first came here, you know, she didn't want to be identified with that. So they changed her name a couple of times and nothing ever stuck. But then in her adult years, she enjoyed being called Mimi and that finally stuck. And that's how a lot of people knew her. And that's how I know her and love her now. Yeah. And, 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 and when you shared with me about your mom, how she just wanted everybody to have literacy here. Mm -hmm. And yep. you actually shared the story about moving to Connecticut, what she wanted, because that was great. Yeah, she, um, when I was 17, my parents decided that they were gonna move to Connecticut. We were living in New Jersey and they left and my mother's qualification for a neighborhood is it needed to be somewhere where there were a lot of immigrants. 
because she wanted to be in a diverse community where she could teach people English. And that's exactly what she did. They ended up settling in a small area with a lot of Chinese and Indian immigrants. And my mother made friends with all of them and would have them all over for lunch and dinner. And then she discovered that High Lai was also in her neighborhood. And they lived in Milford and Milford High Lai was big. So she made friends with all of the Brazilian High Lai players and would also teach them English. So at my parents' house and in their neighborhood, you'd see all these people together, these really strapping 20-something Brazilian highlight players would be having lunch with a Chinese family and their kids. And my mom was one of these people that brought people together in love, in the love of communication with each other and being able to understand each other and understand our backgrounds and our different cultures. Yeah, and so, and Karen, that's what you're about. You, if people would see beyond the judgment, see beyond and get to know you. And I'm so, I love you so much, Karen. I'm so glad I got to know you. Like, you get beyond the facade. And, you know, it's funny, we talked about Boca, you know, and, you know, love is the absence of gossip, the absence of judgment, the absence of, absence of criticism. So to love another human being, you get to know them. And so it's, I mean, and your mom, like I got to know you, your mom, and we just shared for hours last night. It was so, so beautiful, yeah. Karen. Yeah, it was great to talk to you about it. And I was glad to have you listen. And, you know, we all want to be heard. And you're one of the first people that said, what's the real story about your mom? Tell me what really happened. Tell me about your mom. Who was she? This entire experience has been so eye-opening to me because there have been so many people, and not just, I'm not talking about just people that want to have me on TV and media shows. I'm talking about friends and family and people that I knew in the community that didn't take the time to ask me about that. And that was really the most important thing to me. My mother's memory means something. She should be honored. She should be remembered for who she was and what she contributed to this world. And the people who came after me really diminished my mother's legacy. And that's probably the saddest thing of all of this. I'm not a victim in this. And, you know, I don't ever want to play the victim. I always want to be get up, stand up, and fight back, which is what I'm doing now. But the worst part is that they diminished my mother's memory in the process. So I want to thank you for taking the time to think about my mom. Yeah, I love you, and I love your mom, Karen. And I just... Um... I'm so moved by who your mother was. She was a pioneer in communication and listening and, and, and getting to know people. Karen, you were sharing with your mom had everybody over, like just mm -hmm. she wanted everybody over. She loved everybody. She did. She did. There wasn't a person that my mother couldn't connect with. You know, my mother wasn't a terribly outgoing person in the way that we define outgoing, but she was a connector. She was a networker. And she was a very caring person. So she would open up to you in a quiet way, but she'd allow you to be heard and communicate. And that was really her skill was, you know, learning to love people, but learning to bring them in a way that wasn't real, you know, in your face. It was quiet. Yeah, yeah. And she also, politics didn't matter to your parents. Yeah. And they had different political views than you did when you were seven. That didn't make a difference, you know, Love, you know, again, my, my, my political party's love and my religion is love. And I love all human beings. And I see, you know, just sharing with you last night, Karen, I got to know Karen 
everybody, please get to know Karen. Please just love Karen and get to know Karen because she's such an amazing human being. And you will discover so much if you really get to know her heart and her soul and her mind, you know, beyond every, everything else. I mean. Well, you know, I think we all need to allow people to be individuals. And what my parents taught me and my experience, and we'll, we'll bring the politics into it for a second because you brought it up. When I was seven, my parents wanted Jimmy Carter and they bought me a peanut puppet. And I kind of resented it because I wanted Ronald Reagan to win. And it was a real impactful moment for me. And my parents embraced the fact that I had an opinion on politics. And it's probably why today it's such a big part of my life is because my parents embraced the fact that I was a free thinker and that I had an opinion and I had formulated an opinion. It didn't matter if it was different as long as I had an opinion and I had something to base it on. And I became kind of like a party trick for my parents. They'd be like, hey, look at our Republican kid. But they were always proud of me and they were proud of me for speaking up and being an individual. So we need to stop boxing people in and saying, hey, you need to think this way or that way. And we need to allow them to be individuals and free thinkers. This country was founded on freedom. Being free is love. Yeah, yeah. Being free is love and love is freedom. And the other thing is Karen and I are both Jewish. Karen doesn't look Jewish. I don't look Jewish. But people think we're not Jewish. That's because they're judging us. If they would mm -hmm. spend the time to get to know us, they would get to know that we are Jewish. And the other thing, Karen, is you're adopted. Yeah. And Karen, share about your adopted family and just that whole thing, because that's amazing. It's a great story. And it's a story that truly comes out of love. It's somebody doing something that is the most loving gift they could done, an unselfish act to give me a life that they couldn't provide me with. And my birth mother is an amazing person. Shout out to Pam if she's watching. Um, you know, she's been in my life now for, you know, gosh, uh, got to be like 20, 27 years. Um, I hate saying that because I date myself. But I was fortunate enough that I grew up my whole life knowing as I was adopted. And my mom really always said to me, I want to know what happened to her. You know, your birth mom was 15 years old. I want to know who she was. And when I got a little bit older and I had my daughter, my mom said, don't you want to know now? And I really did because there were so many things that I didn't know about myself and so many things that I wondered about that that was the missing piece. So when I found my birth mom, Pam, my parents embraced her and we had a beautiful friendship and extended family that came out of that experience. And then, um, you know, it, it, we all went down the road and about 10 years ago, I might, might be nine years ago, Pam met my birth father and they actually reunited because of social media and ended up getting married. And I got to know him as well. And he got to meet my father before my father passed and my mother. And we, we all loved each other. We all became one big extended family. You know, it didn't matter. There were no labels who's, you know, what, how do you fit in here? It's just, we're a big family that's based on people making an unselfish choice. And if they hadn't made that choice for me, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. And I'll forever be thankful for that. And I now am so blessed because I have this family of people that I would never have. You know, being born into a traditional family, you know, as a biological child, I don't know that I would be this blessed. And I've always felt that I was chosen and blessed through that experience. And I feel even more that way now. Yeah, and we discussed the bumper sticker, adoption is an option. 
Adoption is an option. You know, again, talk about labels. In this country right now, politically, we have a serious divide where either you're pro-abortion or you're pro-life. And I look at this and it's a head scratcher for me. Why are we saying that? Why are we boxing people in? You can be pro-choice and you can also be pro-adoption. Adoption is an option. Why is that not the main thing that we're, we're talking about? For every child born in this country, there are 37 families that could adopt that child. Why is that not a conversation? Yeah, so, and I love it, I love it Karen, how your strong belief in adoption. So I, I, wanna, I wanna share the slideshow I've created for your, your beautiful mom. Um, I just, so I really wanna share that because she is just so special. So could we please play the slideshow for her mom? Beautiful. You're that welcome. was really beautiful. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. I love you. And yeah. I love your mom and that book. I love that book that she used. We love you too. That book, and, and I should explain what that book is. That book, that Richard Scarry book, is actually the icebreaker that my mother would use to teach people English. And um, I searched and hunted around for it because I couldn't find my original copy. And it'll always be really special to me because it's it's very simple and very illustrative. But one of the things that I realized in that book that was so special is the diversity in that book. It's a uh, it's animals, all different kinds of animals, cats, dogs, bears. They all live together in this community and they have different jobs and kids and families. And, you know, I look at it now with a whole new perspective, a very different perspective than I did when I was a child. Yeah, and the other thing I love about that book, it has racial diversity. Yeah, at the time. it was total a diversity. trendsetter, and so was your mom. So I she wanna, was. Yeah, she was. And so I want to bring Sharon on to sing, sing you and your mom a love song right now. Sharon, I love you so much. Hey, that was such a moving um, video of your mother, and I really see who she was and her love for people, for human beings. She didn't see color, she didn't see race, she didn't see anything except for the human soul. So in her memory, the way we were, Barbara Thryson. Thank you. 
was beautiful. Thank you. It was my pleasure, my honor to honor your mother. Yeah, and I want, you know, I want my mom to be remembered for the good times and for who she was, you know, not the nonsense that happened at the end of her life. And I think it's really important too for your viewers to understand that, you know, my mother had a family that loved her. My mother was the victim of guardianship and if you don't know about guardianship and the way the guardianship system works i think it's really important for everyone to educate themselves because as smart as sometimes i think i am and as much as i read the news every day and i consume a lot of television and i think i know what's going on i allowed my mother to become trapped into a guardianship and she was stolen from her family and my mother died under horrific conditions after that happened at the neglect of a nursing home. She died with bed sores eating away at her body in conditions that no one should ever endure. And had it not been 
for choices that I made that I take responsibility for and allowing her to be placed into this guardianship, I don't know that she wouldn't be alive right now. So rather than regret that, I feel that I have to move forward and I have to live and honor her memory. And I'm going to write about my mom and I'm going to speak about my mom and I'm going to spread the word and I'm going to try to help other families not become victims of the guardianship system, which is irrevocably broken throughout our country. So, Karen, that's so beautiful that you're going to, you know, memorize your mom in, in a book and share all the beautiful memories of your mom and, you know, loving memories of your mom. And, you know, I love you so much. It's just been such an honor to have you and your mom on the show today. I love you so Thank much. Thank you. Yeah. I love you guys too. Thank you so much for having me and allowing me to talk about my mom and for embracing her and loving her as well. So I love you so much, Karen. I love you so much, Sharon. And I really want to thank you. So I love you all. Thank you for watching on Florida Love Friday, 3 to 4 p.m. Please join us next week. And who can you give a rose to? I love you all. You've been listening to the Florida Love Show, where we've been spreading love in the Florida community. For more information, please contact me, Kenny Love, at 917-699-1995 or ken at florida-love.com or on our website, florida-love.com. See you next week, 3 p.m. Friday for the Friday Love Hour. Keep spreading love in your life and have a loving week. Love you all.